Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Creative Imbalance Podcast. Like always, I am your host, Sean Siriani, and we got a great talk for you. My guest today is the man, Pat Maloney. I describe him as a comedic film director. He's worked for Funny or Die, had an incredible web series on Vice called The Game Show, and he's also working on something super exciting that we couldn't talk about on this episode. But it's nice to have Pat back. If you want to hear his story, I recommend you checking our episode we did exactly like a year ago. As you may know, Girth Radio, the Creative Imbalance podcast, we lost our studio space at Pacific Junction Hotel. Pacific Junction Hotel has been sold by the owner, and for the past month I had there, I went ham with recording episodes to keep the momentum of this show until we found our new home. And since me and Pat did a show a year ago, he's always been in the back of my mind to have back on the show. I wanted him to experience the studio one more time before we walked off into the sunset. Unlike a lot of other episodes, we're not really promoting any of his work. Like I said, he's got something confidential and exciting going on. And when we're allowed to announce that, we're definitely going to let you guys know what that is. But yeah, this is purely just a casual, fun conversation. We're all over the place with topics. And I remember having just a lot of laughs. So I hope you guys enjoy listening to this one. As much as I had being in this conversation, Pat is always a blast. And before I throw this episode your way, I want to say keep a lookout on my Twitter or the Creative Imbalance Facebook page. We got a big announcement coming for you. It should be up by the end of the week, early next week. And yeah, we're kind of stepping out of our comfort zone and and doing some cool things even beyond this announcement that you're gonna see later in the week thanks for rocking with me if you're listening to this on spotify itunes stitcher google play pod addict etc etc i just want to let you know that every episode has its own homepage at www.girthradio.com you're gonna see pictures of me and pat in the studio you're gonna see a link to uh to some of his work I'm going to put his awesome comedic drama series, The Game Show, up on there. And links to other stuff. So yeah, here's Pat Maloney coming at you right now! Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio. Maybe one year to the day. Yes. Year, I, I, there's those like really embarrassing Facebook memories. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, it, I, I actually saw that the other day. And um, I think I asked you before that got posted. And it's like, oh, my God, it's me and Pat's like <laughs> one year anniversary for the show. And you're, yeah. so, you're always in the back of my mind to like come here just like oh, i love being here yeah. yeah and i just love catching up with yeah. you in, in <laughs> fucking general and i wasn't even thinking you're like a football guy right yeah oh i had oh. a bad night last night really? uh, my team is the indianapolis colts and mm-hmm. also the buffalo bills just because of their fan base because yeah, it yeah. is so insanely funny yeah, and um, where where we're from, we're so close to Buffalo. Yeah, as it's well. like a yeah. twenty minute. Uh, depending on if you got your Nexus, you just kind of like fly through the border there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I actually like a few years ago had taken my dad for his birthday to a Bills game. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, I had heard the stories, but never like experienced it firsthand. Yeah. And I got him like really nice seats, like kind of like fifty yard line, maybe like three or four rows back, and I was like. We're not going to see, like, any fights or anything wild. And yeah. it just got so insane. Like, I think there's only, like, one or two bathrooms in the Ralph Wilson, like, on the, the main floor. Oh, okay. So there's just, like, lineups. And people are, like, pissing on the wall. 
And oh my god! <laughs> I had overheard a dude. He was like. He said something like, oh, I've been pissing on the Ralph for, like, years. <laughs> and then this is my spot. When man. we finally got into the washroom, <laughs> it looked like a horse had taken a shit on the ground, but it was some dude. And, like, oh me and my, my brother God. were, like, losing it laughing. And then kind of, like, <laughs> maybe a couple quarters in, me and my dad saw this dude from, like, across the stadium. He was on, like, the third uh, top, like, row. Yeah. And he was sliding on his ass on like the railing and the other side is just a drop and we're like that's nuts and next thing we know we didn't see him go over but he did <gasps> and he flew down on the second uh like story there so he went a full story off a yeah cliff. Like, oh my god <laughs> fall like fell backwards onto like a bunch of people in seats and i like i didn't see it go down but everyone said like in the news report it took like 10-15 minutes to get to him because there was so many fights so, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the EMTs are trying to get through these Royal Rumbles exactly as, yeah. oh my god but that's kind of it's charm. Mad Max in there yeah that's kind of the charm of the Buffalo Bills and they, they make horrible team decisions and like it's just part of the charm and that's kind of what yeah. makes it so great fuck man like even like um Every time I'm at a sports like arena, like an ACC or something, and I'm on the upper deck, I always have this thought, like, because it's like kind of steep. I'm like, imagine you just fell off yeah. of this thing, well, especially after four of those like twenty dollar beers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're like, wow, I'm gonna have to take out a second mortgage for these beers, and yeah. like, and the railings like up to your knee, and it's like, that's kind of scary, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I always when think go to of Raptors like games. It's end. like I'm like, man, I, I gotta take it a little slower down these steps, or uh, I'm gonna repeat the Buffalo Bills game. For sure. Yeah, fuck. I and I wanted to say I appreciate you. Uh, I wasn't thinking of like you being a, a football fan. Yeah. And I'm like, we're doing this on a Sunday afternoon. That's and this right. is your time to like <laughs> fucking catch up on your stories. Well, yeah, my uh, my hillbilly uh, soap soap stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the Patriots are playing right now, and I I hate the Patriots beyond words. I think okay. it's, it's almost like a character flaw to yeah. be a Patriots fan. Sorry to anyone who's listening, but mm. it's such a bandwagon. Okay, yeah. yeah I'm not I like a, a big football guy, so I'm right. learning. But like, I've heard somebody say that too. Like, fuck the Patriots. Yeah, that, it... that guy should be uh, the mayor of the city for saying. Yeah, that. aren't they like a team that always wins? Mm -hmm. So is that why That's they get the hate? Well, like one people are like, is there's, they are super good. Yeah, and yeah. I, I really do hate to admit that. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, the team has kind of a, a strong like pro Trump uh, support. Oh, as okay. Well, which so it is gets another... deeper. There's darker right. layers to this and, shit. Their quarterback is, uh, I mean, statistically, like, the best dude to maybe ever do it. Mm -hmm. um, and he is so weird. There's, like, a documentary about him, like, preparing before a game. And he's getting a massage, and he, like, keeps kissing his son on the lips. Yeah. But not, like, a peck, like, really long, like, <laughs> like what is A little happening? bit of tongue Yeah, in no, it, it was, like, <laughs> it was really off-putting. And, like, I mean, I'm, I hope they're... Your relationship is healthy, but yeah. Uh, as an outside viewer, you're just like, dude, like that's that's a little weird. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. And um, yeah, my dad he still lives in Niagara, so he's always going over the border, seeing Bills games. He likes football, but uh, I feel like right I need I need to like um go to one, even though like I don't follow football. Yeah, just because uh, he tells me about the tailgates, oh, and it yeah. feels like <laughs> in his like. As he's telling me this, it feels like to everybody the game is just second secondary. It's like everybody hangs out in the parking lot like hours before, yeah. And there's just this ongoing party of people like having like barbecues yeah. and just and like they, just drinking. The tradition and... is to go through a table now, like wrestling style. Like it's very WWF <laughs> influence, which is another reason why yeah, I love yeah. it so much. But um, I just went to a tailgate. My uh, my buddy Ezio uh, like rented like like a coach bus and okay. filled like 60 people up with it had like four barbecues going a live dj but all of a sudden there's like a carousel of police because i think they've seen the videos online and like how gnarly it gets and they're like all right enough's enough so we were like constantly just being looked at for the police and we probably got in around the second quarter but we cleaned we stayed back while everyone kind of went in just to clean up a bit and someone left a table out oh. and i'm like 
dude, put me through this right now. Like, <laughs> we Dudley boy do shit. And there was all these jello <laughs> shots on it. So we kind of like pushed him to the side. And I was like, no, I'll leave some for like the theatrics, <laughs> right? So we had this dude about to film it. And all yeah. of a sudden, the sheriff SUV pulls up, kind of stares at us, like gives us like the, the no. They were probably monitoring the like, table. Yeah, just did like the like, yeah, peace out sort of way. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. So I've seen. Um, some of this table mayhem shit, but mm. I didn't know it was connected to um, football. Uh, there's a pal of mine, uh, King of the Dot guy. His name he goes by the name Roan, and he's been working for that Barstool Sports. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Thing. And uh, I like that. I, f- I follow some of his stuff, and I think he took a video of like some guy jumping off a staircase <laughs> and flying through a table. <laughs> and I know it's like kind of like a sports like channel, like comedy yeah. type stuff. So I didn't get why this guy jumped through the table, but it could have been like a football day or something. The game we saw too, uh, they put in this dude, Peterman, and he is maybe the worst quarterback of all time, which I was so excited. When I got the update on my phone that he was going to play, I was like, this is going to be amazing. (laughs) It was so much more exciting and like thrilling being out in the tailgate. And we're just getting so hyped. We're like, let's do this. Like they could have put us in and we yeah, would have yeah. played better than Peterman but we showed up around second quarter he whipped a, I think it was two or three interceptions in a row we're just like do we just go back like, yeah like, yeah this is pretty pathetic yeah so yeah. it's a great time like I you know 10 years ago I would never think like I would be a football fan and then I just picked up a copy of Madden Oh, yeah, we, yeah. We actually bought Video a games, blender yeah. and uh, a margarita mix. Yeah. And I was like, we should just get mad and play some football and drink margaritas today. <laughs> yeah, just randomly. <laughs> <laughs> so I got into it through that. And actually, funny enough, that that day we were drinking margaritas the entire day trying to learn how to play Madden. And yeah. the next day, my friend needed his appendix out. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Did you like the fucking margaritas? I think it was the absolute spanking I put on him in Madden. (laughs) (laughs) His body was just rejecting organs at this point. The stress. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they say. Like, stress can cause some crazy health shit. Oh, absolutely. Plus the drinking. Oh, yeah. Your stomach's definitely going to blow up after that day. Jesus. Well, that's kind of everything, too, though. Like, I mean, if you're stressed the amount of you know health shit that's going to follow that is unbelievable like even yeah. like your hair falling out you know you're mm-hmm. always tired you're always bummed and like it's it's everything it <laughs> yeah sucks. yeah it i you so know it's much. funny i had like a hell of a year and uh like i feel like at the beginning of last year i had a few grays and now look at me pat <laughs> i'm turning into like a silver fox yeah there you go but, but I, i'm trying to own it like um what's his name the wrestler kenny omega but he like fucking dies gray in his hair. I'm like, I'm getting it naturally. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah just I like, except like, my uh, my my fall, I yeah. guess. <laughs> just roll with it. You have it. a shitty year since the last time we spoke, or was um, hell of a like being good or hell of. A- um, it was it was all over the place. Um, it's things been great with the podcast stuff, right. but like I've like around it too, like things I haven't even talked about, like heavy heartbreak, like. Oh, I'm sorry to hear yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, and that almost like happened like a year ago too, a little bit after our last episode. But right. uh, yeah, it's just like lots of like crazy shit too with uh, day job drama, and you know what? Like it's fucking, mm-hmm. it's part of life too. You just got to roll with the punches. And, That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's crazy too. Like talking about like health and stress, and I was recently talking to this about like. A couple years ago, or no, like two two times in my life, I had a kidney stone. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. And Dude, did you pass it? Or did you get I, it surgically? I passed it. Oh. oh, yeah. It was it was it's like the most awful thing. But those only two times where I was going through intense stress, just felt like my head, my heart, and then all of a right. sudden, my body reacted to it. And it just kind of like started causing this in my like fucking like stomach and everything. And what's it like to pass one of those? So, (laughs) do you just hang on to the side of the stall and just? So everybody thinks like passing it's the worst thing ever, which it sucks. But these attacks you would get prior to it, um, like was like even worse. Like um, it's I'm trying to like figure out a way how to explain this, but. So, like, the first time I had it, I didn't know I had a kidney stone. Right. And it just felt like there was a knife, not not even, like, in my dick, like, in the <laughs> in in my stomach. And it, lo- it felt like somebody was twisting a knife. And um, I was convinced my appendix exploded. 
and I'm like, I need to go to the hospital. And um, I went to the hospital. Holy shit, dude. And I'm just like pacing around. And you know how the hospital waits are. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. they're fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So like my first experience was crazy. And um, they told me what I had. I'm like, aren't you supposed to get these like when you're like 70 or 80? <laughs> like, And they're like, no, sometimes genetically it's like right. that. And um, you tell them that you eat beef jerky for every meal? No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I hid that. That might be it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, it could be a diet thing, but um, I wasn't eating like too bad. Like I fucking eat veggies and shit like that. Right. But um, my uh, dad was telling me definitely genetics because he's like, oh, yeah, when I was your age, I had some. Yeah. Your grandpa had one. Your uncle had some. Yikes. I'm like, oh, yeah. So my family like fucked me. But... <laughs> So the second time I got it, like, I knew what that pain in my side was. Right. Went to the hospital. I told them what it was. No wait. Nurse comes. Fucking IV morphine. Bam. Right in my arm. Because, like, if you know what it is and they know what it is, like, they don't fuck around. But uh, the first time when I thought, like, an organ exploded... They were just like, oh, you wait <laughs> in line with everybody else. So Holy shit. So my advice is even if you like just want to see a random doctor and even if you don't have a kidney stone, just walk in and um, say you got a kidney stone <laughs> and get a nice Yeah, you get a nice me. shot of morphine. <laughs> What's that like? It, isn't morphine kind of comparable to like heroin? Uh yeah. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up how great it felt. Um <laughs> I went from like they like when I was in there, they put me like in like a wheelchair. Like I couldn't walk, and they Jeez, and dude. then um they when they did the IV drip and everything, all of a sudden I felt like I could start doing cartwheels, and um <laughs> I was trying to like stand up. I'm like, oh, I'm good. Like like almost right. like I can go home now. Yeah, Give me I'll some pass of the- all the stones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it also like um. It gave me like this crazy like mental confidence too. Like I just felt like on top of the world. It, like I understand why people can get addicted. Right. To this. I remember no, that I went from being like this like almost immobilized dude to like all of a sudden like I'm talking to the nurse and I'm just like flirting with her and I'm just like oh I'm the man and and even like I'm naturally like people hear me on the show and I seem open but right. I'm a shy dude outside of the creative imbalance podcast like oh, really? I'm kind of like oh, you're pretty open book oh uh, yeah but when it's, it comes to like trying to mac on ladies or especially something especially nurses while you're trying to pass <laughs> yeah yeah this morphine hit was just like whoa I'm the man right now that's one hell of a date watching yeah. you pass a yeah yeah, so gross. <laughs> Doing I bet, cartwheels. So, yeah. I bet that happens all the time, though. <laughs> oh, I guarantee it. Yeah. 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 Shoot your shot while uh, getting yeah. shot up by morphine. Have you had any, like, hospital, like, um, fucking I had, uh, I split <laughs> stories? Open. This sucks so much. I actually, like, split open my shin skateboard. Like, I took a chunk out. Ooh. The rail caught me on my shin and I didn't even realize I thought I just kind of banged it yeah yeah and then I went to go stand up and I fell over and I lifted up my pants just to see what was up and my leg was already like covered in blood it was like it wasn't like like a pour out it was more like it was thick and I was like oh shit and people actually were trying to look for that chunk of my leg oh my god it was that bad and then I had to call because I drove there, yeah. but there was no way I was driving myself, and I was starting to get really lightheaded. Oh. So I called my parents, but I didn't want uh, my mom to be bummed, but she picked up, and I put on a fake voice. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, hello, is uh, Patrick there? Because that's my dad's name. Yeah, two Pats. And she's like, who's calling? And I'm like, uh, it's, it's, it's Steve. And she's <laughs> like, uh, hang on, Steve. <laughs> and my dad's like, hello. And I'm like, dad, like I'm laying in a pool of my own blood. Like, this is not good. I just don't want to spook mom. And he, he's just like, dude, I'll be there. Okay. So he shows up and he sees me with like my leg covered in blood and like, it's open. And he's like, yeah, it's like a scratch. And he's like talking to me. And he's running reds, but he's trying to make it, like, no big deal. Yeah, like, just, like, kind of consoling you. The hospital was waiting for me with a wheelchair, and they're like, dude, you need plastic surgery on your leg. And I'm like, shit. Like, this is really, really bad. And then this young doctor comes in, and he's looking at my leg, and he's talking. And I'm, like, not really paying attention, because I'm like, 
super lightheaded. I'm just like so bummed about what's happening. And all of a sudden my body just did a sit up because he put his finger in his leg and he's like, oh, like the nerves are fine. I can probably fix this without the plastic surgery. So because you moved, in, yeah. he's that's how he tests if your nerves yeah. were, oh Dude, God. It wasn't like I even felt it. My body just like clenched up so hard. I did like the undertaker. <laughs> like, yeah. Like right up. And then Holy fuck. He had uh, a nurse kind of hold together my leg and he stitched it up. But the problem was, like, I couldn't walk. Like, my bone was bruised. It was, like, chipped as well. Mm. And, dude, it was, like, the worst couple of weeks. Like, you don't realize how good you have it until, like, you have one working leg. Yeah. And getting yeah. around and walking and, like, I would have to go to, like, college and stuff. So I'd, like, be going to class with crutches. And I'm like, this walk usually takes me five minutes, but it's been like 40 minutes. Oh, no. And there's so many stairs. And I'm just like, Fuck. I guess I'm sitting on my butt and just kind of lifting myself up here. Like, oh, it was bad. It was really, really bad. And yeah, I, uh, I still have like this kind of gross scar on my leg from it. And healed. We're all good. And I'm back to skateboarding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Skate or die. Basically. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's funny being like a 31 year old skateboarder. Like I'll, I'll like tell like my, my girlfriend's like family and stuff. And they're like, Oh, you used to skate. I'm like, no, I'm, yeah. I still skate. <laughs> you know, dude, I think it's just our generation. Like uh, my one buddy is 32. He still skates. Another guy uh, I know from battle rap. He's like 35, 36. Yeah. He's a skater. Like it's just yeah. like kind of like what we grew up with, like as teenagers with X Games on TV. It became like Absolutely. part of like your, your shit. Well, it's really no different. Like people are like, yeah, like, you know, I, I'm like a 45 year old guy with the kids and I go out and I play soccer, but you know, I never really liked soccer. I liked, you know, hanging out with my friends in an alleyway, drinking beers and skating. Curves. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. But I prefer that much, much more. And it, it's just such a nice release to have, especially when you're stressed or feeling depressed. You like, you can go out and have some beers and just go skate and just have fun. And it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's such a amazing thing. Yeah. Anything like type of physical activity is so good for your mental health. And yeah. Yeah. It's that's, that's awesome. You still skate. And it's, it's interesting how like something like that also like kind of gets the trope of being a juvenile type of thing. Oh, it it's is. like, cause people think, Oh, skateboarder. Yeah. <laughs> and you think of like some punk kid who with like, Oh uh, yeah. yeah, no, it, it's really funny. Especially, you know, when I go out and skate, I, I kind of just wear like, you know, a button up and like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It looks like I'm going to work, but no, I'm, I'm out doing it. And it's, it's cool that it's, it's still illegal. It makes it fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, I like it a lot. Extra awesome. Yeah, it, it's it's something you identify with your entire life, and that's kind of the reason why I'm here too. Like, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for skateboarding, I would have never picked up a camera and started like filming my friends and stuff like that. So. Yeah, yeah. And um, we my ta- voice just cracked on camera. I think I said camera. <laughs> 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 and we we talked about uh, kind of your journey in our last episode yeah. of you like doing the. F- videos just for fun and then it kind of turned into snowballed these, yeah. these jobs where you're got a comedy series on vice and working for funny and or die and like yeah, that's right. are you, so are you still like doing like scripts and filming now yeah or? actually I, I can't really talk about it because of ndas and stuff like yeah, that yeah. but um you I've, got something? I've kind of fully moved into television now and cool. it's yeah I'm, I'm really excited about it and maybe i can shoot a trailer away when when it's out but yeah it's it's been a great process and actually this time last year uh kind of a similar thing where like work had dried up yeah and i think we actually talked about that where i was like oh you know continue to struggle yeah <laughs> like, i don't know what i'm gonna do dude, man I, like, <laughs> struggled or i'm like is my career completely dead and going mm-hmm. back to like the mental health thing um i like i told my girlfriend i'm like i'm i'm at my limit like i can't do this and she's like let's just like go out uh, like up north and just like go into the wilderness and just like chill. Oh, that's And nice. I was like, yeah. And that like moment of reflection, just hanging out and like being out. Disconnected from. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Like no phones and like just sitting down without any distraction and being like, what do you want? And I'm like, I want to produce. I want to write. I want to direct. But I don't want to like go in this direction anymore like i just want to do fully tv and she's like well there you have it like stop stressing out about it because i was actually thinking about like other career paths too and i was like i don't want to do anything else than this yeah And sometimes you need to just shut off 
everything else and just kind of like be out where there's absolutely no distraction so you can actually have these types of conversations where you know your phone's not going off or like who's uh posting the sickest meme right now yeah (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. these are things that are kind of like in the back of your mind the entire time but you can't really hear it Mm -hmm. because of the distraction so it was amazing that we actually could like go out and and hang out and talk about this and then fully kind of moved in and it's it's been amazing i don't think i've ever been this happy in my entire life oh that's that makes me so happy to hear oh thank you man yeah Yeah, and it's it's such a grind with creative work and making it a job like because like especially when you get the taste of doing it full time and then like Mm -hmm. this shit goes in waves and like yeah say you like did a movie or something and Mm -hmm. then after the movie's done maybe you'll have one or two lined up after it and then You'll have a dry spell, and then you're, like, kind of, like, hit a wall, like, what the fuck am I going to (laughs) do? And, like, as you were doing it, you feel like you got it all figured out. It's like, yeah, this is what I love to do. (laughs) But it's almost like, I don't know, like, I fell into, like, moments with doing this type of stuff in videography, and I'm, like, hit, like, such a wall. I'm like, do I need to get a real fucking nine to five like office or work construction which mm-hmm. i have too over the years of being oh, I think toronto too. Has. yeah I think yeah it, it, you're really lucky if you've never had to do that yeah creatively but in a way i'm kind of grateful yeah. for doing that stuff because you appreciate being there like so much more like, oh yeah, yeah i think back like at one point i was like helping my buddy do like renovations and like when people say like you know you work hard but like i love what i do mm-hmm. working renovations that's hard work like hauling like wood and stuff yeah like that. demos and, all day and yeah. demos and hauling like a cabinet by yourself down like 10 flights of stairs like that's hard work what i do i'm like yeah, yeah dude like i, I just do my thing yeah I, I love being there and next thing i know my day's done like i feel like i'm there for like an hour mm-hmm. and it's just one of those i'm like yeah what it's, it's not hard work <laughs> yeah 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 definitely yeah. definitely yeah um yeah, it's but crazy. I think also like with creativity too, it's it's almost like like the gym. Like the more you go, the stronger you get. Where you can like lose that sort of muscle, like that creative muscle. Like, don't you find like the more podcasting you do, like the better you get, the more comfortable you get. And, oh like, yeah, yeah. Flow, like that much more substantially. It's so true, yeah. and I even noticed too with uh, even putting shit out there. It's like the more I do in a row, the more people are listening to. It's like. There's almost like a certain energy to all of this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I've, I'm going to start talking about shit I can't even explain. But like, <laughs> I've, I'm, I'm like starting to really like follow vibes and the way you put shit out there. And like, I have mm-hmm. a strong believer. It's like what you put out is what you get back in a way. So, oh, absolutely. So if you're like half-assing like, for example, podcasts too, it's like you're going to start getting like shitty views and blah, blah, blah. It's right. Like, and people can tell when you don't want to be there. Yeah. You know? The energy's not there. And, absolutely. Yeah. But a lot of people like that positive energy shit, like that, that's stupid. But I'm like, no, there, there's absolutely truth in it because one, like nobody wants to hang out with a negative asshole yeah, all yeah. the time. And like positive energy attracts positive people who are actually doing shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like negative people, like, sometimes they make you feel uncool for trying and it's like when the hell did trying become uncool like it like yeah, sorry yeah. That i want to do cool shit and, <laughs> if, and if you're like around enough of those type of people too you almost become like i don't know in their vortex of oh, maybe yeah, even thinking that way sucks. when there's like uh nothing wrong with you like i know some people uh who've had, like, some crazy creative ambitions, too, but never went for it because they felt silly, like, due to, like, pressure of their family or, like, some of their mm-hmm. friends uh, who don't do that. And yeah. I feel like that's kind of, like, the reason why I moved to Toronto as well because I felt that, like, kind of, like, the weirdo inside, like, wanting to do, like, uh-huh. fucking random ass shit where all my buddies are, like... yeah. And I love them to death, but they're all just like, oh, yeah, let's just play sports. And there's nothing wrong with that shit, but I just have, like, a different wiring to my brain. And I'm like, I need to, yeah, and see more people who are like you as well. And, like... Yeah, you can just feed off each other. And, like, 40 years down the road, when you're unhappy, you can't... It's going to suck to be like, oh, well, maybe I should have tried that. Like, don't leave what ifs, you know? Yeah, yeah. There's uh, my buddy. He is, I think, maybe a year younger than me. Last year, he was like, 
I'm fucking, I'm saving up. I'm quitting my job. I'm going out to Calgary to train with Lance Storm for wrestling. Like, oh, I've sick. always wanted to be a pro wrestler. You know, he like did some classes at Superkick that were amazing, but yeah, he got yeah. into like this really exclusive wrestling yeah, Lance Storm's like a legend. He is a wrestling legend. And he had told my friend, like, come out to Calgary. I'll train you for like three or four months or something like that. So he like bought a car. His girlfriend at the time wasn't supportive of it, so she's gone. Yeah, and he <laughs> just packed up his stuff, moved out to Calgary for months and stuff like that. Like that was the coolest, most inspiring thing. Yeah, that like a friend has done in you know a minute there. But I was like, that is the coolest thing you can do. Just yeah. go and live it. And he's he's still like trying to make it. And I I'm. Yeah, and do do you notice like he's happier that he's doing that? He's a pretty happy dude. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I think uh, he's he's one of those amazing people that you know he's always just hyped. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) but we actually, I just went to Super Kicked. Okay, cool. Have you been to one yet? I haven't been to one. I like uh, you know we're going, dude. It is the best um, wrestling. Like it it surpasses WWF. Sorry, WWE on so many different levels. Like. Mm Like, the creativity and the hilarity and just, like, how good it is, is, like, the moves they're doing, like, almost, like, every other move is, like, finisher-worthy. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. it's so wild. And you're, like, dude, I paid, like, 20 bucks to get in here, and this is insane. And, like, there's yeah. so much wrong with the WWE right now. Like, do you still watch it? No, I don't. But I, uh, so people, like, uh... Ask me uh, if I'm a wrestling fan. I'll say yes, and then they start talking to me about WE. Yeah, and I, I don't know shit about WE. It blows, but, but yeah, like uh, <laughs> it's really bad right now. I'm really into New Japan. <laughs> like this is the, my hardcore the nerdy right shit, yeah. and it's it's just so fun to watch. And I don't have to watch weekly. It's like one a month, and it's just like this <laughs> like four hour epic show, and I just love it. And That's then, so cool. And around that, uh, like. The connection with this show and the Smash Wrestling guys. Shout out to Sebastian and all them killing it. Oh, that uh, Smash show we went to is incredible. Oh yeah, Those yeah. Guys, Smash and Superkick, dude. Like Toronto is like amazing. There is some incredible, incredible talent here. Yeah, it, like it's so funny to me because like it's such a small show, and they're putting on a better show than like WWE, which is seen by millions. And you're like crushing it in front of like 100 200 people and i'm like i just wish these dudes had the like the credit they deserve yeah yeah but i, I noticed like in the past couple of years a lot of uh the guys in smash uh are getting farmed by um impact and uh nxt and stuff like that which is right. it's pretty cool but i wish they could just do their own thing on a bigger mm-hmm. level because they got the mind for it oh for sure yeah but um yeah it's cool and like yeah for people listening to if you don't like follow wrestling like i've took t- some people who aren't into wrestling to smash shows and they had a fucking blast it's like yeah. a party and i heard like super- they also have tacos yeah they yeah tacos it's such a game changer like i was looking around i'm like man it's it smells like tacos in here i look over and they have like just the taco stand ripping and like beers are like five six bucks i'm like is this this is paradise? Like, yeah, yeah, it's phenomenal. such a fun day, and um, yeah, I, I gotta go to uh, one of the super kicked ones with you too, because uh, I've seen some footage of it. It looks like a party, like there's not even like a guardrail, just all the fans are around oh, the yeah, ring and stand in the splash zone. Man. <laughs> yeah, like, people are like paying part- attention. Actually, the last one, this this girl just kind of moved out of the way too slow, and she just like. A dude flew on top of her. Like off the top rope or like, something. Like he got flipped over the ropes. He landed on top and her beard did that thing where it just starts overflowing like the volcano. <laughs> she was hyped. Yeah, like she yeah. wasn't like, what the hell? She was like, yeah! yeah. And I'm like, dude, this is like the magic of Super Kicked. It's absolutely the best. And yeah, anyone who's listening, come out there, find me, I'll cheers you. Let's have a party there. It's, yeah, it's yeah. The best, it's just I, a I fun afternoon yeah. too. And uh yeah, it's it's cool. Like when I get like somebody out to one of those who like ha- knows nothing about wrestling, yeah. and they end up having like a good time. It's almost like a moment. Where it's like, oh, I get it. It's just yeah. like <laughs> violent theater, but you can like yell at the guys and they hear you. And oh, they like it, these dudes in the front were so hammered, and they yeah. were talking shit to this wrestler, and he turned around and blew a snot rocket on them. Oh. <laughs> and like I was losing it, and those dudes were losing it laughing. Like yeah, it yeah. is like all part of the show. Almost like they deserved it in a way. Yeah, yeah. I've taken uh, my girlfriend and her friends to a few shows, kind of expecting, like, you know, keep an open mind. And then mm-hmm. they 
they went to the last one and they like they brought like their work friends and everything because they're so hyped on it and they like don't care about wrestling at all but they like love these house shows yeah it's really fun dude who's like your wrestling mount rushmore so you got to pick like Four, four ever in in ever. Oh, I I wish I thought about this before you came in, but off the dome, I'm not gonna say because he's my favorite. And actually, I'm not gonna say the like, uh, these are not my favorite wrestlers, these are who I think Rush or Mount Rushmore is. It'd be Hulk Hogan, definitely. Really, yeah, the Hulkster, yeah, he changed it like to for the mainstream. That's true, Uh, yeah. Um. So from, I want to pick like either Stone Cold or The Rock for a face on Mount That's Rushmore. That's a strong move. Yeah. yeah. So either or. Okay. So two of the four is one's going to be a half face attitude era <laughs> Rock and Stone Cold because right, they're yeah. kind of from the same generation. I'm trying to think of people who like changed the game and shit like that. Yeah. And then maybe I'd say um, a Ric Flair. Good choice. Yeah. Um, oh, I see levels, but my headphones just went out. Um, we're still recording, I guess. Do your thing go out? Um, I see voice levels, but... Okay, now I can hear it. <laughs> we're back in it. We're back, we're yeah. back. <laughs> but um, Ric Flair is a strong move. Yeah. Did you watch the documentary? Not yet. It's pretty good. It's, like, sad, but he was hip-hop before hip-hop was a thing yeah what's crazy is like lots of mainstream rappers are just putting him in videos and stuff like that he's the man yeah hell yeah, yeah. How Flair's cool the man. is that yeah dude him and like macho man mm. on the mic were like second to none the rock is up there too with like all-time greatest on the mic but yeah. like rick flair's promos are insanely good and like dude, there was these like bad razor ramon uh, like promo videos when he's coming to the WWE that I always put on to show people. Yeah, yeah. Like this is the most insanely weird bullshit <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> ever yeah. seen. But that's what made it so great. Where I kind of feel now is just like two first name dudes. Yeah, and it's like, well, what's what's his? They're thing? not allowed to do cocaine. <laughs> that, that could be it. Like yeah. I don't like. It used to be just a traveling circus of of drugs, and yeah, now they've yeah. like they're like piss testing people, and I'm like. Is this why it sucks now? <laughs> yeah, the cocaine's Just, yeah, gone. Yeah, let the dude smoke a rock and, like, get in there again. Like, there's something off, and there's no gimmicks to it. Like, this mm. one dude, it's like, well, what's his thing? It's like, oh, he, he wears jeans, and he's, he's crazy. I'm like, well, what makes him crazy? I'm like, he says so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <All> right. yeah. <laughs> it's brutal. Yeah. One thing I, I love, love, love about New Japan is the creative freedom the guys have. Mm-hmm. And you find, like, sometimes the guys will suck for a couple years, but then they end up finding themselves in the most fucked up ways. Like, uh, there's this one guy, uh, he's one of the top guys, his name's Tetsuya Naito, super athletic guy years ago, doing everything right, just, like, looking like, a, just, like, clean-cut baby face, he's got all these crazy moves, yeah. but the crowd's just, like, didn't give a fuck, didn't give a fuck. <laughs> so he leaves, goes to Mexico... Right. He comes back with this cadence that he hates everybody. And uh, so he's like, everybody's used to being him being, oh, the happy star. But yeah. he's like copy and paste, boring, good guy. Right. And he comes back, not even high five and everybody. Uh-huh. He's just like kind of uh, walking around with a chip on his shoulder. And then his matches, he's doing it on purpose where he'd like go for a dive and just be like, nah, <laughs> just kind of. And then so that kept evolving into this character where he's like, kind of like anti-establishment. Oh, cool. And um, so now he comes out. He'll like grab a cameraman, throw the cameraman. The announce team is scared of him, and it's because sometimes he'll just go to the <laughs> announcer and like start slapping him. And then sometimes he just walks by. Maybe he's smoking rocks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just looks at the announcer, but the announcer's like ready to run and he doesn't do anything. And it's like, he's just like, uh, he, won, he, won, he won a belt and yeah. he's like so anti like corporation or whatever. Right. Every time he'd go out, it was like the intercontinental belt. He'd start smashing it and stuff. He's like, <laughs> this place is bullshit, <laughs> even though he's the champion. And he'll just like, after a match, he'll like grab his belt and just like leave it in the ring <laughs> and just walk That's away from it. So and they, yeah, he's so sick. It's like, 
Well, it's no one so really cool. gave a shit about it, the rock till he turned. Yeah, into a bad yeah. Guy as well. And so I was gonna compare it to that, where mm. almost like he got so such like turned into such like a a bad guy that it became cool. And all the fans who are booing him are like now like, no, this is actually awesome. <laughs> so he's still being an asshole, but everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like spitting on referees and stuff like that's, that. Yeah, that's yeah, good yeah. viewing. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, it's that's so quality cool. entertainment. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, they need like a conspiracy theory wrestler who's just like a full on like tin helmet sort of, or tinfoil helmet. Sort <laughs> <Yeah>. of. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many good characters like that haven't been done yet and that would be i think a pretty good one yeah definitely definitely. you ever had like a conspiracy theory person on here uh no actually um my boy sammy who runs the podcast network he almost had these flat earthers in like Uh they were they had like a documentary playing Uh and uh they were coming in he was like calling he's like you gotta co-host this with me i was so excited he's like i'm gonna ask him where the edge is (laughs) (laughs) and then they ended up having to cancel which sucks. oh that's such a bummer yeah i like telling people that i think the world is shaped like a bagel i just want to one-up the the flat earthers yeah there's just like a (laughs) hole in the middle that's right yeah Yeah, and it's sort of round but it's also flat yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all that stuff like i'm really fascinated with because i don't the only conspiracy theory i really believed in was that when you download the new apple update it slows down your phone and it ended up being true yeah yeah But like i love listening to these theories so much like there's this one i i think is so funny where the world did end in 2012 and that's why nothing has made sense since then really so like there's all these weird things you'll see that happen right like you know, Trump was a reality star, star, and now he's president and stuff like that. And then Adam Sandler actually puts out a good Netflix special, and you're like, add it to the list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you familiar with the Mandela effect? Is that the mind controlling one? Or yes, am I no. So else? like a, a couple years ago, uh, Nelson Mandela died, and people could swear he died like in the '60s. Like people just have him, or like not the '60s, like maybe like the '80s or something. Okay. And people have this memory that he died. And now other things, they're calling the Mandela effect, for example, the biggest example, they're saying the Berenstein Bears. We remember them as the Berenstein Bears. Right. You go look back at the cover of the books, they all say Berenstain. Yeah, which is and, weird because yeah. if you had to spell it on a piece of paper, that yeah. was the one. And that one was kind of a trip. I'm like... Why did we never notice that? Yeah. And yeah. no it's like nobody noticed that. And another one is uh people say in Star Wars, if you watch Star Wars, Darth Vader never says Luke, I'm your father. Doesn't he? No. I'm not really a See, Star Wars yeah. guy, but I have But seen everybody's that. like remembers he's like, Luke, I'm I am your father. He totally father. says that. No, if you watch it, he goes, No, I am your father. What? Like, yeah. And there's a bunch of shit like that. Yeah. You can, like, Google Mandela effect. And there's, like, example after example. I'm just, like, looking at this going, what? Really? What? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it's all this weird pop culture is stuff. Is there the Sinbad genie one? Yes. That's a, a How a big insane one. is that? So people who uh, don't know this, uh, people have claimed to see a movie where Sinbad plays a genie. And people around the world are like, I saw that movie, and they can recount scenes, and people will back this up, but there's no trace of this movie ever existing, which is so funny. Yeah, they we even need to hear it right from the man himself. No, they they bad on they, here, man. They fucking asked him. Oh, did they? And he was like, No, I was never no <laughs> I was never fucking a genie. genie. <laughs> but people swear. But people back people <laughs> up. Like, yes, that was a scene in it. Like, I remember that scene. And yeah. like it's so funny. Like around the world too. Like, that is so funny, dude. Especially yeah. cause it's Sinbad. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He's remembered for a movie that he was simply not in. Like yeah. it's so good. How weird. I think people's memories are just weird. Um I think maybe after time, um, like your stories of what happened back in the day kind of warp oh yeah oh for sure like because like i have memories when i was like a kid and like i can tell like the story like oh i was five years old i did this i got in trouble blah 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 Mm. but how much is that really true you know like even like you remember like you kind of piece together these scenes in your brain Mm -hmm. of it but it happened like so long ago like how much has that warped over time 
it's it's crazy. Actually, one of my earliest memories was me standing next to a couch in my parents' basement yeah. and being like, remember this moment right now? You're four years old. And I can, like, recount exactly, like, the way it looked and everything. And I can't even remember what I did, like, last night. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know <laughs> I what I had. I still have that one <laughs> for, lunch for some weird reason. But everything else just seems like... You know, I don't remember shit. And when I look back, like, it's also really funny, like, the movies we used to watch and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to watch, like, Robocop as a kid, and I recently rewatched it. I'm like, this movie's really demented. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But they used to market, like, rated R toys to us and everything. Yeah, and, like, yeah. you'd, like, during Saturday morning cartoons, they would have, like, ads for, like, Alien 3 toys. And you watch Aliens 3, and you're like, this movie's really gnarly. Yeah, there's fucking <laughs> things coming out of people's chests. Yeah, and, and like, we're like... I got the toys not ever watching the movies, just thinking they were cool. And then I watched the movies. I'm like, oh my God. Another example. Yeah, I remember watching Saturday morning cartoons and then there's like, okay, action figures. And there was this one they kept playing on rotation was for Spawn. It's like, Spawn, Violator, blah, blah, blah. But that's a crazy violent. That's crazy fucked up. So (laughs) I I love the look of the toys in... um, like, uh, I kept getting my mom to collect me some Spawn toys. I never right. knew the stories. I'm, like, fucking eight. I got fucking Spawn and Violator. Is that the clown? Yeah. It's, Violator's what the clown turns into, that demon. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. and the clown. And then um, I remember her getting me, like, a comic book, and she obviously didn't open any of the pages. <laughs> and, like, I had this routine as a kid where I'd get a bunch of comic books, and before I go to bed, i just, like, start of reading. Of course, yeah. I remember opening it and being, like, terrified. Like, there was, <laughs> like... They were like in hell, and there was like some fetus like coming out of somebody, and I'm just like this little fucking oh nine year old. <laughs> but it was like marketed to us. And That's what made them so cool, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything that we're like. Oh, I can't wait to show my friends this. Like that's that's what makes it so. Yeah, cool. and yeah. like as I got older, I watched the HBO special of the Spawn cartoon, and like one of the first episodes, uh, he's hunting down like. This ice cream truck driver who's like this pedophile murderer. Oh my god! And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> wh- how does this get passed? Like back in the day, as yeah. okay, yeah, toys, kids, yay, <laughs> <laughs> pedophiles. <laughs> like, I wonder so if there gnarly. was an action figure of that character. That'd be so fucked up. It comes with a little kid. With <laughs> oh <energy>. my god! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! That's sold separately. Yeah. The 90s were kind of like a Wild West with, like, television and marketing. and like, It was so good. Yeah, yeah. Even if you think of, like, just even not even in bad ways, in fun ways, like the much musics and the YTVs. And... What happened? Like, it's the amazing episode you had with Ed the Sock. Mm-hmm. And they talked about, you know, just, like, looking back on much music, which sucks that they didn't include him because Ed was much music. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Do you remember, like, Fromage? Yes, yeah. When you just talk shit? That was, like... The thing you looked forward to, other than Christmas, on Christmas break, you're like, fromage is like on the 28th. Yeah, for, and you knew it was coming. Yeah, for people who don't, to. who uh, haven't like had much music, like I know some Americans listen to this, but uh, Ed the Sock, uh, one of my my favorite guests I had on the show, mm-hmm. he back in the day he would do this thing called fromage every new year and he just rip on the whole like roast the year of music videos brilliant. and uh i saw a tweet this year from him mentioning he's like every year people just ask or just say i miss fromage i miss Dude, like it's like a fuck, it. yeah just yeah put it online please just roast like 20 videos yeah please i will pay you i think <laughs> go um, do that i think if you were like uh I don't know, like born a decade earlier and doing what you were you're doing, Pat. You yeah. would have strived in that fucking uh, uh, environment, I've, I've, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I couldn't imagine like the TV shows they let you do on there. And well, that's like... kind of the crazy thing. Like uh, with what we were doing with our old YouTube channel, Random at Best. Like we tried to make it TV quality and all yeah. that. But when you're in like a sea of talent, it's really hard to get recognized. Where like back in the day, like people would. Like, the first ever viral video technically was a uh, heavy metal parking lot. Oh, yeah. It was, it was on a tape. Min- yeah, yeah, it was a 15-minute documentary made at, was it a... A Judas Priest concert. Was it Judas Priest? Yeah, yeah, and they were in the parking lot. Uh, yeah. Oh, you're absolutely of, right. a bunch of mullets, because uh, I remember there's a, a snippet of it, because later on, the Judas Priest singer came out of the closet as a, a gay man. Yeah. And uh, there's this one famous scene in it, and... Uh, 
His name's his name's uh, Robert Halfer, and they go, just go up to a girl in the parking lot, and they're just like, "Oh, what do you think of Robert Halfer?" She's like, "Oh, she's so he's so sexy." It's like, "Oh, what would you do if you saw him right now?" And she's like, "I jump his bone." He's <laughs> 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 just got like this such an American accent. I right. jump his bone. <laughs> but that was like people literally taped it from VCR VCR and gave it to their friends, and it yeah. became a like worldwide and that was like the first viral video yeah so i'm not sure how well we would have done (laughs) with vcr taping oh the other one that was the viral video was they said that it was a found footage tape of an alien attacking a farm did you ever see that was it on fox for a bit um might have been yeah but it was like scary as it was it was hell. like before Blair Witch and people yeah. made it. yes I I saw that when I was a kid and my day was ruined oh I didn't sleep for like yeah a month. yeah yeah oh, and they're man. like breaking into the house and it's like when you watch it now you're like I don't know how I fell for this yeah but it's wild and I like when we saw it as a kid like that was just that was a project that a studio had made like a small time studio to like make a viral video and it got so around the world that people are like, I will buy this and put this on TV. So it had that sort of like distribution, but that's insane that they set out to do that. Yeah. They probably like, there's like a UFO scene in there that like, looks like it's corny now, but like at the time, like they had to build that. Yeah. And it's, it's wild. And it's yeah. so cool that they did that. That's, that's great. I forgot about, I'm almost like, um, cause I haven't seen it recently. It, it probably looks corny as fuck, but I watched that as a little kid just it came on TV, and I'm getting goosebumps thinking of it because I yeah. remember how scared I was, and yeah. I was home alone, and I I couldn't wait for like my parents to get home from work. Like yeah. I was like <laughs> was fucking, I was having a panic attack that like a fucking alien's gonna come in my house. Yeah, because you you got to think too. It was like before people did all these found footage movies and oh, yeah. Blair Witch and stuff like that. That was the first time I ever saw anything like that. And it looked like somebody's home video. We thought it was real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude. And when it goes into like the room and it gets him yeah. oh, and like, you see the alien's face, I like nearly puked. I was like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. God. And it's so funny. Cause we like lived in the <laughs> suburbs of Niagara Falls and like it was in suburbs. What kind of ego did we have that we thought that maybe aliens would just like park their shit in our backyard <laughs> yeah. just to like jam a probe up our ass? Like yeah, yeah, we're oh, like the last place for me. Go. Like, dude, get over yourself. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, why am I not getting sleep at night? There's over a this. kid in Niagara Falls who's uh, due for a probing. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why did we think this? The egos. You ever on seen them. a UFO? Um, no. You? Yeah, actually. Uh, the same night that I was talking about where we went out into the wilderness to, like, go chill and, like, kind of figure shit out. We were sitting on a dock, and we're kind of, like, waiting for, like, a shooting star when all of a sudden this, like, ball of light appears in the sky, and it sort of zigzags across the sky and just shoots up and disappears. And I didn't say anything, and then there's, like, a long pause, and I'm like... You saw that too, right? My girlfriend's like, no one's gonna believe us. <laughs> <laughs> that so shout ridiculous. outs to your girlfriend. That's she's, such a cool way to answer it. It's, she's like, yep, that's definitely an alien. <laughs> I was like, but she's just like, yeah, nobody's gonna, <laughs> no believe, one's gonna believe that shit. <laughs> now that's like a bond between you two. Yeah, like, that was it. It was so ridiculous and so obvious that we're just like. <laughs> Oh, what the oh hell? man! <laughs> Why even bother? You know what, Pat? I believe you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And people are like, I don't believe you. I'm like, I, I barely uh, believe myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous and like should not have happened. Like, yeah. What's creepy is like turning to your girlfriend and being like, "Did you see that?" And her being, "Yes." Yeah, <laughs> that's, no, totally. That's a moment right there. Holy fuck! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I have uh, these memories of being a kid and seeing orbs and uh what, I, like floating through your room and shit? yeah yeah what? and i um i talked to uh we had a psychic on the show yeah and uh she was telling me kids are more acceptable to seeing like spirits and shit like i that. believe that yeah, yeah kids are always saying creepy fucking shit like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it's almost like as you get older too you kind of adapt to the world as somebody built the world of being a very realistic place we're not really like in touch with our spirituality anymore yeah. when you're a kid like you're i don't know your different senses are more open like yeah i remember just seeing 
like these little splotches of color, like these green colored, like kind of like lights, like on the ground. This is pre-acid. This is way yeah. pre-acid. I was like <laughs> sick. So maybe my mom had acid while I was it's in the womb experiment. or something. Yeah. But um, I remember, I forget who it was. Like it was like my mom or my aunt. And I was like pointing at him like, yo, you see that? The, the colors. And they're like, what oh, the shit. fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like they're blinking on the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, no. My friend told me this super creepy story where his mom remembers this like like guy in a trench coat like playing with her and they she called him Mr. Patrick. Fuck. And she kept saying that and they're like, There is no one there in this trench coat. And then his brother was like talking in his room to himself. And then she was like, who are you talking to? And he turns and he goes, Mr. Patrick. <gasps> and I was like, oh, oh. oh, that's scary. It could have just been me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, damn, that's Yeah, crazy. I got a lot of trench coats. He was, I think he was trying to like, you know, kind of tell me like, oh, what are you doing there? You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. fuck. Content. Yeah. yeah. Even like uh, when I had the psychic lady on here, I feel like I had like a lot of weird experiences, but like I was just open to having the conversation and just kind of going to her place, whether people at home um, believe in this kind of stuff or not. Mm. But back to the kids seeing Mr. Patrick yeah, type of right. thing. There's another thing where she was telling me that... Um, Kids and people who pass away will gravitate to like children because they can see them. Yeah, like, no, absolutely. Like, that's that's kind of the whole whole theory about it. Cool, cool. Um, once, sorry, I was just yeah, no worries. Dude, coming in here. Do I have to wrap it up? Oh uh, no, no. Well, he, well he's uh, coming at. He was supposed to be here at two. He's coming for two thirty. So that's oh good. sweet. Yeah, I was just reading his message. Did you already eat? Uh, not yet. You want to go grab something to eat? We'll yeah, I, yeah, I so. love to. And but yeah, man, always a play. I feel like I can always like I could talk to you forever. Yeah, I, I kind of forgot that we were recording this for <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just catching so, up. Yeah, and... no, it's fantastic. I'm glad to have left the house. Usually my Sundays consist of uh, bar rescue marathons and uh, yeah, yeah, being like change the channel and then we watch three more episodes and just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. it's also refreshing having like an episode of just like kind of shooting the shit and like uh, usually I have like, somebody in here and they're like promoting something and but it's still cool like um you got you got like amazing library of shit like from like fucking your game show and i'm gonna put the links of all that on uh the web page and yeah for people who are listening to this on spotify itunes google play stitcher and anything else i forgot every episode has its own page at www.girthradio.com you can see a picture of me and Pat in the studio <laughs> and links to all his stuff from like Vice and Funny or Die or and anything Thank else you, you want to like throw up on there. And yeah. I think that's about it. I guess uh, I think the show I'm working on comes out in probably like April or May. So yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll kind of let you know when that comes out. But yeah, dude, I'm excited. It's, it's, uh, last year was kind of a lot of downs. This year's is a lot of up. And, uh, I hopefully it's the same for you, man. This yeah, is, yeah. Uh, it's the year to do it. Yeah, let's let's make this year legendary, man. Let's, let's fucking do it. Girth Radio. Look back, rewind, reverse. Take back all the things that hurt. Stop, look back, rewind
Next time.